I'm Health Coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 16. Come on back to the kitchen. product spotlight is the food nanny rescues dinner cookbook now i've had this cookbook for over 13 years and it's one i keep coming back to again and again the layout of the book is beautiful and there are dinner conversation starters throughout i recommend this book to families everywhere who want some fresh and fun ideas Unhealthy ingredients can always be swapped out for healthier ones, and I'm going to link this book in the show notes of this podcast. Hey, have you heard of Norwex? Norwex is a natural cleaning product company founded in Norway, and Norwex is famous for their microfiber, which has a silver agent embedded in the fibers. No need for harsh, harmful cleaners or even natural cleaners. With Norwex microfiber, you only use water and a cloth, nothing more. Your surfaces will be disinfected without the use of any cleaners whatsoever. And no more buying cleaners from the store. You're gonna save so much money. So check the link in the show notes to purchase your microfiber cloths today. Hello, my friends. How are you on this beautiful day? Again, another beautiful day. Well, I had a very interesting week. It was bittersweet, of course. My grandmother, who was just about 96 years old, she passed away. And, you know, as I was reflecting on grandma and all the memories of growing up and going to grandma's house, I just felt a lot of peace, a lot of happiness for her that she is now back with her husband, because I definitely believe in the afterlife and uh, heaven and all of that. So she's back with with her husband and a child who passed away and all of her family members. And she is at peace and her body is whole again. Of course, her spirit, she doesn't have to suffer with pain, any worldly afflictions that we go through. So... I'm actually feeling really peaceful about all of this, but I probably will head out to her funeral, um, which definitely will be a very small gathering. So I'm going to try to get another podcast out for you next week, but if there's not one, that is why. Now this week's podcast episode is called Come On Back to the Kitchen. Before the coronavirus hit... How often were you eating out? Would you say 50%? 50% of your meals were fast food or restaurants? We live in a culture where food is everywhere. There's a restaurant on every corner, and our access to food is easier than ever, even in times of coronavirus. How many restaurants do you see offering curbside pickup or delivery? Even in times of quarantine, you can still choose to eat out as often as you want. You might even choose on purpose to support local businesses even more, which I think is a very good thing. However, I also believe that we can and we should use this time 
to come on back to the kitchen. Bring the family together at the dinner table as often as you can over a homemade meal that's satisfying, delicious, and healthy. And today I want to share with you just a couple of recipes that my family loves to come back to the table for time and time again. So go ahead and roll up your sleeves, dust off your spices, sharpen that chef's knife, and let's get started. Do you hate to cook? Now I hear from so many parents that I coach that they simply hate to cook. They hate spending countless hours in the kitchen whipping up something that will be gone in under 30 minutes. And then they have to deal with cleanup. Okay, seriously, none of us like that. But what if there were a way you actually found joy in all of these tasks? Let me give you some ideas here. First, get your headspace in a place of, this is going to be fun, instead of, I hate this. Now, how can you make cooking fun? Let's think about this for a second. How can cooking become fun to you? I want you to let your brain come up with ideas. For example, maybe you love to travel and eat foods from other countries. Well, you could create themed nights around those foods you've eaten. Now, how fun would it be to dig deep and learn to cook something totally different than what your family is used to? Something exotic. Finding the ingredients might even be half the fun. You're going to shop at different kinds of stores you'd never thought you'd enter. Um, But Amazon, you know, they have most of the things that you need. I once went into a Mexican grocery store in my hometown where my parents live. It was like entering another country. I never thought of cactus as a food. And they sold pig's feet, chicken's feet, cow's feet pig ears, all the things we just aren't used to seeing in our grocery stores. Now, I did purchase those chicken feet because I've put it into my bone broth and they made the most excellent bone broth I've ever made in my entire life. So now I go inside that little grocery store almost every trip I make when I go to see my folks and I pick up something different. It's kind of fun. Why don't you go and listen to a podcast episode while you cook? If you love reading books and learning, you know, people love to just listen and learn all they can. Catching up on a great podcast or audiobook will have you looking forward to dinner time and cooking in the kitchen. So by planning this time intentionally, it's like giving yourself a little bit of me time. Don't like listening to podcasts and books on tape? No problem. Why don't you turn on the tunes? Light some candles. Dance in your kitchen as you cook. I personally love to turn on music from Paris and pretend I'm cooking in a little French cafe. I'm completely transported. Now, I've never been to Paris. I only have a picture hanging in my house of a French cafe. And in my mind, I am totally there. And my next tip here is to have the right tools ready to go. Now I have found over the years that having just the right tools to cook with in the kitchen makes my experience all the more fun. Invest in a good chef's knife and a good knife sharpener. When you have a sharp knife, chopping up food is actually enjoyable. 
The ease of slicing and dicing speeds up the prep time and brings a sense of satisfaction. Get some good cutting boards. Now I have Norwex cutting boards and I absolutely love them. I simply couldn't cook in anything also other than my cast iron pans. It's made all the difference in the way my food cooks. I love how hot they get and stay hot when I turn the stove off. They cook my food evenly. These pans really though, they aren't meant for weak wristed people. They are heavy. But you'll strengthen those muscles if you're using those pans daily, transferring them from oven to stove and then to sink to clean them up. If you are thinking of purchasing cast iron pans, I want you to be sure to include those cast iron handle pot holders so you don't burn your hand on the handle. Now I've done that before and it's not good. Okay, now you're ready. Now that you have a sharp knife, some good cast iron pans, and the music turned on, you are ready to cook. But wait, did you plan your menu for the week? This is another reason you hate cooking. You don't have a plan in place for what you're going to eat. You don't have all the ingredients ready on hand. Everyone is hungry right now. What do you do? Well, in my experience, it turns into breakfast for dinner or a quick drive through meal. Cooking isn't really that fun when you're scrambling and have no idea what you're going to eat. Now, planning your meals in advance will save you so much brain juice. You won't even have to think about it come Monday night. You're on it. You're ready to go. Be determined to make a plan and stick to that plan. Your experience in the kitchen will be night and day. So let's get cooking. I'm going to share with you a family favorite, and then I'm going to tell you what I did with the leftovers. We love roasted chicken around here. Roasted chicken is amazing for many reasons. And one of those reasons is you can use the entire chicken, including the bones to make your own homemade bone broth. You can use the organ meats and grind them up with some grass-fed beef and make burgers. No one will even know, and they'll get the nutrition from eating organ meats. I've made many a roasted chicken in many different ways throughout my lifetime. But I always come back to this particular recipe taken from the Food Nanny cookbook. Now I tweaked it just a bit, but it's basically the same. Here's what you do. I want you to buy the highest quality chicken you can. You're gonna take a whole organic chicken, you'll dampen a paper towel and dab at your bird all over it. And then you can drizzle with avocado oil, sprinkle all over top and sides with lemon pepper and seasoned salt. Place it in a 375 degree oven and then you're gonna baste with your homemade bone broth every 15 to 20 minutes. If you don't have homemade bone broth, don't worry. Just buy some chicken stock at the store and use that. But this keeps the chicken juicy and moist during cooking time. All the while, your chicken skin is crisping right up. It's a beautiful thing. Now, while your chicken is cooking during the last 30 minutes, and it's going to take about an hour and 10 minutes to an hour and a half, the internal temp of the chicken, it must be 175 or a little higher, 
but just get it to 175. Start cooking your carrots and potatoes. I simply just pierce about eight red potatoes, some larger sized red potatoes, and I throw them in the Instapot. I cut carrots in half and then lengthwise and lengthwise again, and I sprinkle them with salt and pepper. I place them in tinfoil and put them on top of the potatoes in the Instapot. And then I'm gonna pour about one half to one cup of water in that Instapot and put the lid on. Make sure it's it's clipped in good and you've got that pressure to, to be able to pressurize. So you're on a manual high pressure for about 15 minutes. And don't forget to keep basting that chicken with broth along the way. If you don't have an Instapot, just go ahead and throw the potatoes and carrots in that broiler pan with the chicken. You can wrap the carrots and potatoes in foil. You just place them right in there with it. No problem. Set a beautiful table for dinner or get one of your kids to help out with this part. Dinner is probably about ready now. And when your thermometer in the chicken reads 175 degrees Fahrenheit, pull that baby out. Place the chicken on a platter and tent it with foil just to keep it warm. Then you can start to make the gravy. So using the chicken drippings from basting, you're going to place that pan on the stovetop over medium-high heat. I also want to mention here that I do cook that chicken in a Dutch oven pan. Just a regular old pan with, some, with the sides that, you know, it's, got, it's kind of like a pot a little bit. And so I'm going to be placing that over the stove on, on medium heat. And then in a mug, I'm going to mix up a fourth cup of flour. You can also use cornstarch or arrowroot and a fourth cup of broth. So with the flour, it's going to make like a paste-like consistency. And with the other two, it won't. It doesn't need to. If you're looking at the drippings and it's not a lot of liquid, you can go ahead and add another cup of bone broth here and then add your flour paste and whisk until smooth. Once thickened, after about a minute or two, and it's bubbling up, you've got a nice simmer going, I simply add this to my Vitamix and blend until smooth. I taste it and season it with more salt and pepper. I put it in my gravy container and transfer it to the table. Now go back to the chicken. You're gonna cut it up in pieces for everyone to eat, but there's no need to debone the bird until it completely cools down. Take out the potatoes. They should be fork tender. Blend them up in a bowl with butter, garlic, salt, pepper, and just a few tablespoons of milk. Get them to your desired consistency. Put the carrots in a bowl with butter, salt, and pepper. You can even sprinkle just a little bit of brown sugar if you want to, that's really good. Now you're all ready to eat a lovely meal together and that wasn't so hard, was it? Let's not forget the beautiful broth we need to get making after dinner with those bones. Do this right away. You're gonna debone that chicken when it's cooled down and you're gonna save the organ meats for another night this week, we'll process it into hamburger meat. And then we're gonna place all those bones in a crock pot. I like to use the crock pot instead of the Instapot, but if you don't have all of those tools, you just use your Instapot. I like to add two carrots, two celery stalks, one onion cut up, 
and one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. This is to draw the minerals out of those bones. And then I put that crock pot on high heat for eight hours and then low for eight hours. Now be sure to fill up the crock pot after you put your bones and everything in it with some filtered water and then do that. But what about those leftovers? I typically like to turn leftovers into a completely different meal for my family to eat. We had a lot of mashed potatoes, carrots, and chicken leftover from this meal. There's only four of us though. But here's what I did with it. I made a nice comfort food soup out of it. So in a Dutch oven pot, this is the nice pot with the ceramic inside. I like those kind. I'll link to that. I want you to saute a diced onion in a bit of grass-fed butter or ghee. Just put a tablespoon in there or oil, whatever you got. And then you're going to add diced celery. So let that onion cook for a little bit, a couple minutes, and then add that diced celery, about two ribs worth. Pour in four cups of your homemade bone broth that you made the night before. It was going all night. Now it's ready to go for dinner the next day with your leftovers. Chop up the leftover chicken. Go ahead and add it now. And one can of white beans or great northern beans. You're going to drain those, rinse them, throw them in. And then in your Vitamix or high speed blender, I want you to add two cups of raw milk. You could also do a dairy-free milk if that's what you like. And all the leftover garlic mashed potatoes. Now, in our case, we had about two cups left over. I'm blending this until smooth, and then I'm gonna add this to the pot. So it's gonna make it creamy. It's gonna make it like a, this is the comfort food right here. And then I chopped up those leftover carrots and I added those to the pot. You can also feel free to add a can of corn. That would taste pretty good in it. Get the organic corn if you do that. And then season with salt and pepper and sit back and just enjoy your comfort food leftover soup. It's like so delicious. You should try it. So you basically got two meals out of one night's ingredients. And now you have leftover soup for the next day as well. So cooking really doesn't have to be that complicated. It's truly a beautiful thing when cooking becomes a joy in your life. If you could wrap your head around the big picture of why this skill is so important, you'll see that it's a means to create memories for your family. It gathers your family together at the table. And some of us need to work on that part just a little bit more, don't we? But having fresh, healthy meals provides safety and security for your children. They never need to worry about hunger, and that's amazing. So many kids in the world do have to worry about that. It provides ease for your husband after a long day's work. Cooking truly unites a family. And it never need be fancy or time-consuming, simple and quick meals will be the perfect intro to getting you cooking in the kitchen more. I will for sure be back to share a few healthy dinner ideas you can tackle in under 30 minutes. That would include some Texas-style beef tacos, some Asian lettuce wraps. Those are just a couple of delicious and quick ones that I like to go to when I'm in a hurry. 
once in a while, I do online cooking classes where you can join me in the kitchen live to make a delicious meal together. So if you're interested in that, just reach out to me. If you're stressed about meal times in your home, please schedule your one-on-one coaching session with me. I'll help you lose all the drama in your brain that's causing you to loathe cooking. Let me help you make the transition from eating out to cooking at home. You're going to save not only money, but also your health. Are you ready to work together? Let's do it. Be sure to check the show notes of this podcast for any handouts, tips, or product resources I might provide. Come on over to Facebook, Healthy Families Rule, and join us in weekly challenges that will motivate and inspire you to be healthier each day. And this week's challenge was a connecting one. Play a family board game or card game every night together. When you are intentionally connecting with your children and spouse, relationships blossom. I want to encourage you to put focused time into connecting with each other, whether it be through board games or a nice meal at the table, as often as you can make that happen. All right, my friends, have a great rest of your weekend, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.